We're going to see how we're doing tonight. You might hear it in my voice and throat already, but the head cold has caught up with me. <laughs> so spent most of the day sleeping, but I don't think it, anything could keep me down from wanting to get on this call tonight. So we're going to move on through. So hello, hello. How was that uh, hockey game? Uh, <laughs> the hockey game was really fun. It's probably what pushed me over the edge. Um, uh, yeah, um, paying for it. Yep. I took my youngest to a uh, hockey game up in San Jose last night, and we had a lot of fun, but got home super late uh, and already had the cold going. So, yeah. All right. Try to get a little bit more color. It's kind of a pale face. Hi. All right. So this is fun. Two new faces joining on. Mog, you're the, uh, you know what's going on already. So <laughs> welcome back. We'll give a moment or two for other people to come in. Uh, just as a reminder, everybody, that <clears throat> these calls are recorded and then going to be put on um, for the podcast. <clears throat> if you ever want to listen back. Um, so Emily and Aaron, I know you guys kind of know my jam, but it, if there's something you don't want to share that you don't argue that you don't want to live on, on the recording, um, just be aware of that. But whew. I'm so sorry. You're sick, Pete. I've been going <laughs> through it myself. I had zero voice a couple days ago. Um, I'm not sure how long I can stay on, but I, I'm happy to at least be here briefly. Sweet. I'm the same way. I'm not sure how long I'm going to be on, but I um, wanted to, to dive in and uh, give a go. Um, and uh, yes, so self-story. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Mog, thank you for signing on. If you are... Oh, Facebook user, and you want to go in there? I'm kind of a sort of Facebook user, so um, it's a space to live if you want to chat about some of the things that come on uh, or come up in these calls. And um, yep, so um, all right, just making sure I'm not going to cough again. All right. Um, I wanted to also hop on because I feel like the whole premise of this idea of the self story is, uh, you know, just that we're, we're like being in the, like on the road, right. That there isn't like, Oh, like we landed and we're done. And I thought actually having a cold was a good way to kind of, um, you know, just embody that, that you know, wherever we are on the journey, our job is to always continue to just light up with the isness of, of what's going on and be open to the, uh, you know, open to the, the movement of, of where we're going. Um, whether that's a, a journey in our head, whether that's a journey with a cold, um, whatever journey that is. Um, I think the other thing that was really fun was today I um, 
because I wasn't feeling well, I went back to one of my favorite written stories, and that is the Lord of the Rings. And um, I think the reason why I have enjoyed that um, story for myself is, you know, it has all the classic narratives. Um, but the story itself, I was actually watching this little history of it. And whether you're a fan or not, I still think it's it's interesting and relevant. And that is, you know, the man who wrote it, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, essentially created the world because he was a linguist and he was so into these languages and not only just like creating a language, but he was fascinated by the evolution of language. So he like, he creates a language and then goes about creating a new language based upon that original language with evolution in there. And he starts creating a narrative of how that evolution happened. And that became you know, the world of the Lord of the Rings. And essentially in his own creation, he wanted to create a mythology that was like the background of the language. And I just, you know, like just, I think if we pause and, and think of that, like how, how many stories do we know that, how, or like, movies or, or 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 whatever has been created like simply based upon his passion of what he loved and i think if we unpack this a little bit more you'll maybe we'll see some parallels here with this idea of our own self story meaning like this the human being, this man, loved languages. I mean, he was a Oxford professor, um, you know, and so that was his passion. And to create an entire narrative around that passion to support and make sense of and give body to his passion um, was why he ended up writing The Lord of the Rings. And I think with this idea you know, of this group, the self story that we are writing our own narratives. Um, a beautiful place to keep coming back to is like, what is your equivalent to like creating a language, something that you just love, something that like just delights you, like maybe even something like <laughs> with J.R.R. Tolkien, where the rest of the world would be like, why? Why are you making up a pretend language that supposedly happened, you know, 7,000 years ago? So you can like, and then write a story, like, what's the point? Like, get real, like, you know, do something, you know? <laughs> so I even love that aspect of it, that this idea of our self story, what is the thing in your life that delights you, lights you up and is like your ancient language kind of equivalent and then what would it feel like to write an entire narrative around that so you know I'll, I'll go first it is it's kind of like you know what if i in my mind i create this uh you know, it's it's not a, a language, but for me, I feel like something that, that I'm so passionate about 
is, um, you know, I love this idea of, of, of storytelling and having people, um, wake up to, uh, their own power, I guess. And for me, I like, maybe that is, is like, would be a, a neat little exercise for me. I'm even just like riffing as I'm speaking of like, okay, what would that look like? Maybe it, it, because I have a performance background, maybe I'm up on a stage somewhere. Maybe I'm telling us the story of like the power of like the human like narrative and soul. And like, I always want unconditional love or something <laughs> akin to that in the story as well. So, so that's, that's a quick little glimpse of like, maybe for me, a passion project, like my language. Now, what would it look like to create an entire narrative, whether I'm writing it or continuing to explain the entire narrative. So it makes that ends up making like absolute sense, like, like to actually create the structure of it. And I like Mog, I love the love the nod. Thank you. Um, and I think what's so fun about this, now I know some of you have had this conversation with me, is like I believe that this is like a new tech in a way, it's kind of like a new technology for us as human beings. Because the way we've worked up until, you know, well, the way that we seem to work is we write those narratives to make sense of something that has already happened. So that's great. That's a wonderful, amazing opportunity we have to be storytellers that way. The only issue with that as it relates to self-kindness and a personal growth journey is that it is restrictive in the way of helping us to grow and expand because we're taking a known entity and we're breathing a story into that known entity. And so that known entity gets our attention. And so what I'm inviting and going to continue to invite us to do in this group is to go for, I won't call it an unknown entity because it's known. Like my passion in me is known. It's just taking some of that energy instead of like, you know, speaking into the narrative of what is speaking into the narrative of how this is evolving, expanding and becoming. So that was my whole little download that I got while I was um, coughing and watching a little bit of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Any thoughts or questions or things that come up on that that little theme? I don't have to have anything, just I didn't know if anything was burning. I've, I've had like multiple reactions throughout so like the first one and I'm just going to name it in case anyone else was feeling it was like dear god that's a lot of pressure like find the thing that is your Tolkien 
masterwork. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never cared about anything that much. Um, so that was that was my first kind of... Great. Reaction. I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you. Yeah. But as you were, were talking about... Um, you know having a passion project that that drives a narrative like that was that was kind of a a more abstract and and less overwhelmingly impressive one that I could wrap my head around and in my previous you know work and stuff around um I used to do neuro-linguistic programming so I used to be an NLPA I used to have clients and be a coach and stuff from an NLP perspective and a lot of what you're talking about reminds me of both the presuppositions and the emergent properties that you get. So a presupposition is like when, when you have um, a, a situation or a statement or, a, or an observation, a presupposition is what needs to be true in order for the thing that I'm saying to be true. Um, and so that's the underside. And then the emergent properties are kind of at the other end where there is something that that is an emergent property from doing various kinds of work. And I can see it being applicable in this situation where it isn't just the sum of the parts that you know about. There is something that happens in process that creates a further distinct thing that you can't you can't just like set out to create that effect that effect is an emergent property from all of the other stuff so those were the things that jumped out for me yes i love it i love it and i love that you brought up that that first point um is because um that's actually a, a really great reminder i i think this whole process um that we need to like pull off like making it so precious it's like you know um yeah i mean i think that is one thing is that we can have thousands of i mean i don't think in this lifetime we can download all of the amazing beautiful ideas we have and they just they don't have to be that precious it, you know it can just be in this case, it ended up being the thing that, you know, that that he ended up working on and creating. I'm sure he also, you know, he's always has a pipe in his mouth. So I'm sure he liked carving his own pipes or something. I don't know. But, you know, one thing at a time is, is awesome. And I think that, you know, part of the journey is, um, you know, we might go for that that big one and then in you know creating some some story around it again back to Tolkien the first story he created was about a hobbit who had you know and he's doing all these little things and somewhere in the story he finds a little magic ring so that was pretty cool but then all of a sudden he was like oh wait a minute there's something where the what's what's going on with that oh, and then it becomes this whole thing and now we know about peter jackson and he did a great job with the beatles thing so all to say you never know what is going to happen down the road with um with just kind of stepping into these narratives right and just following you know like following the breadcrumbs is going to be a theme that we bring up a lot in these conversations you know 
as we go through. Um, I jumped right in. The head's a bit stuffy and don't know quite where I am. But if you want to, um, either Aaron or Emily, everybody had a chance last week just to say hello, report where they are in the world, and just a little bit of what is interesting um, uh, about this idea of of taking a, a peek at something that we call the self-story. Um, so if you're feeling inspired over the next few minutes, feel free to, to, to raise your hand or just unmute yourself and start talking. Um, yeah. Something uh, else? Go ahead, oh. Aaron. I'll go second. <laughs> okay. um, hello, uh, Mog, Emily. Um, my name is Aaron. It's nice to meet you. Um, yeah, it's great to be here. I appreciate you, Pete. I always appreciate the, the way you think. It's just kind of stepping into your mind a little bit. And so uh, just to hear uh, my response to the J.R. Tolkien, uh, piece is I, I totally identify with the idea of feeling a little bit of overwhelm when you compare us to uh, someone of that stature, you know, but, uh, you know, at the same time, I, I also really felt like it's, it's kind of a great framing for the kind of creative and generative space that you boys pushed me to um, versus that reactive and kind of almost fear-based uh, narrative. So I like that's where I, I would put it is like where I place what you just shared is like, how can I be creative and generative in my, my story versus always kind of waiting for uh, it to shape itself and me to respond to it. So, um, yeah. And uh, where am I in the world? I think you asked, I'm in uh, Wyoming, uh, United States, uh, where it's unseasonably warm right now, but it, it's it's a good place. So um, that's where I am. Thanks, Aaron. I'll pass it to Emily. Nice to meet you all. Nice to meet you, Aaron. Um, I am not far from Pete uh, in Monterey. And um, I am going to struggle to make these meetings. I have two young kids, um, but I will be here when I can. And um, I mean, I think what's interesting for me is I'm, I'm starting in a business and um, I've been noticing that when people are introduced, part of what I do involves giving talks to people. And I noticed that when people are introduced, it often tends their story is like a resume that's given at the beginning of the talk. And I've, I've noticed that I like have a reaction to that in a way that's, it's not really a positive one because it feels like they, every time they introduce these speakers, they put you on a pedestal, which like seems to immediately put a wall between the audience and you. And, you know, who's going to ask, they don't, nobody wants to ask a dumb question of someone who knows so much and has done so many things, but no, they're there to help you learn and to have a conversation with you. And so why on earth would you begin, you know, something by putting up a wall? So anyway, that totally different direction than, but that's just kind of been on my mind um, in the space that I'm in. So it's nice to meet you both. Thanks, Aaron. 
I think that's interesting. Like you, you highlight just you put it, you you get put in a kind of a position of almost intimidation or or uh, smallness, feeling small, as if it's to elevate the speaker. So it's almost like a it's almost like a bullying aspect. Like I'm gonna make you feel small so I can feel big or. I don't know, but it's, I don't a, think it's that's relative. the intention, right? I think no, the, no, no, no. It, it's like it's this person all. knows a lot, so therefore they're worth your time, maybe. But yeah, I think the yeah. effect is is that it does put this, it puts that person on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah. at least it could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you tell your yeah. story to an audience without doing that? Right. Well, I think you just, you hit something that was really cool, which was that idea of like deservedness, right? Um, and um, I think the idea, going back to, you know, Mog, your original statement of pressure um, is, it, it, you know, exploring that um, space of where does that pressure come from? And, you know, sometimes we're using outside people to kind of like put that pressure on us. But ultimately, I think we all know that, you know, if we have a person out there that we think is putting pressure on us, we then take it inside and we crank it up about seven or 15 on the pressure. So, you know, one way to get around that, like I was saying, is like, to, to let it not be so precious. Um, but I think the, this, I, that idea of deservedness is coming up a whole bunch more in my world in the, the idea of um, self-kindness and um, such a, an interesting um, thing. And it, here's how it showed up for me. It's like, uh, for, again, for me personally, I... Uh, was watching some somebody posted uh, the Dalai Lama and the Dalai Lama is like giving this beautiful speech about you know how he has this vision for the world and uh, he, like human oneness and uh, you know he gives some ideas about education but what I thought was really cool is he was also talking about like telling a human narrative a collective human narrative that is like you know it's so compelling that in a way it kind of takes the place. I, I'm, good. I'm hitting a lot of different things. One reason why we don't move into a new story is we don't have, we don't move out of the old story is we don't have a satisfying new story or a new story that we trust, right? So I think, you know, as the Dalai Lama is kind of sharing that, talking about creating a compelled, compelling narrative for humanity that essentially it just it makes war as uh, as like one of the outcomes like less likely and almost out obsolete and i think you know it was just so wonderful to hear him say that and the whole time he's talking i'm like yeah me too yeah me too i like i i i think i'm i'm with you you know your holiness i, I got this yeah totally and all of a sudden, like I had this thought, I was like, this is what's so cool about this, this self story aspect 
is you telling your self story in a bright, beautiful, brilliant, loving, joyful way is telling the human story in a bright, beautiful, joyful, delightful human way. And the other thing was, it's just the perspective of either yourself or the world around you that we are putting on ourselves, whether we can, if it's safe or okay to continue to tell our narrative in this way, or whether we need to tone it down. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, I, I'm just, I'm going to be, what I feel like I'm going to lead in this group is just like full disclosure. So a full disclosure is like, I felt like I have the very same thing going on in my mind as the, what the Dalai Lama is saying. And I feel like I'm working on getting, you know, more proficient at, at telling that narrative that way. But I saw so clearly, and I was like, here's the Dalai Lama and the Dalai Lama says this, blah, 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 and people look at the Dalai Lama and they're like, wow, would you, yeah, amazing. Let's do it. Come on. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And millions of people. And, you know, then he keeps telling it and then people are like, all right, you know, Nobel Peace Prize. Like, yes. And it should be that way. Yeah. I love that. But if one of us were to do it and post it, you know, or even if we get a group of people and we're like, we, I like, I really believe that we are capable right now as a human species people to embody an, a way of being in ourselves that matches up with that narrative that the Dalai Lama was talking with. I 100% believe that. And so, but I know when I say it, it's like, um, it's like, oh, that's, that's, that's Pete. He's a nice, nice dude over here. So where is that all coming from? That's all coming from that idea of deservedness. Meaning like, Emily, what you're brought up is at the heart of this whole self story aspect, meaning like we write this story and our work is to always go back to 100% deservedness that we can write the story exactly the way that we want to see it. And it might include unicorn and rainbows. So. So thank you all for creating that strange little are you saying that, are you saying that we don't allow ourselves to tell the story like the dalai lama or is it that because of our space and our, our role in the world like we just kind of you know i guess what was your comparison between you and the dalai lama what, what in a nutshell i think in in a nutshell what it is is like um you know wanting to and thanks for that clarifying question wanting to speak a narrative like that into the world but having all of my own hang-ups on deservedness like who who am i like pete you're like a you know a, a banjo playing you know like coach like self-kind like 
you know, that's it's it's a nice narrative, but it doesn't really hold, you know, that much. Now, I don't know if anybody else would put that on that, but I notice, and what I think the reason why I'm telling it is I notice, and we're going to get into this, like the self-editor that happens inside of me instead of just like, you know, I mean, really, I feel like there's a part of me that's like, why wouldn't you spend every day talking about that, Pete? Like, I, I love, like, you know, I love that. Like, that's, again, like I said, like, that's part of my elven language or whatever to write the narrative around. Well, I can't, do, you know, do it today. I got to post some other stuff about this. Or, like, I can't, you know, do, 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 do. And so... And any time that I'm saying I can't or not yet, or I got to do a few more things, I've just written a little bit more of a narrative for that time period. Excuse me. Thoughts, questions? I guess I would ask, um, as a short timer, <laughs> what um, would you say that our homework should be? You gave us the, the sheets, so if we should complete the the sheets on our narrative and start just trying to reflect on what we say about ourselves. And... Yeah. Thank you. I was going to um, do just a little bit of an intro this evening for anybody who is curious and has the time if you need to jump. Gotcha. Um, but on the self inquiry sheets, um, because I feel like those get right to the heart of, you know, where are we putting up any of these, um, any of these edits, whether, um, you know, whether it's about deservedness or about, um, you know, any of it, it's like, and there's always two ways to, to utilize those um, those sheets. And one is just to write even almost about something that seems totally unrelated to what we're talking about. But to put it down and get yourself in practice of loosening up the rigidity that we have around our stories. Or the other thing is um, to actually, we can actually write a worksheet in, you know, about whatever aspect of your self story is coming up that you're like, that feels a little too, I don't know, that, that part of my story seems too good to be true. Or that seems like it's going to be like, that's like, it, like you know, any part that like right now doesn't feel like it's like totally, or has like a little bit of rub. So that would be my invitation for anybody, even all the 
anybody listening back to this is go to the um you can go to the client portal to grab that worksheet and um download one of those and or um essentially all all it is for I, most of you probably know but it's just like taking a particular thought and then walking them through those questions to help kind of loosen up the firmness of it that make sound sound good emily sounds great thanks pete i'm sorry i can't yeah. um stay longer but i was glad to be here and meet everybody great Thanks for hopping on. Thanks. Good, good. So um, for any questions, Aaron, I know you've walked through those worksheets. Mog, I don't know, have you ever um, had a chance to work with the, those that self-inquiry tool? Um, I hadn't started on the self-inquiry one. I'd been working on some of the others, but I just okay. took a look at it while you were talking about it there, and I went, ah, yes, I can I can work with that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Well, I think for a little bit of time we have, maybe the three of us can kind of be guinea pigs for anybody else who's going to listen back on to the recording. And... Um, Unless there's a, like a, a, a more pressing uh, question that you had, um, even you know, Mog coming up if you if you did spend a little time on one of the other ones, um, anything that um, that came up on those, you could certainly ask about those. Um, otherwise, we could play around a little bit with these the self inquiry um, as well. Absolutely time. happy to play around with the self-inquiry stuff. I was just going to say the um, the bit I noticed just going through the different, like the little prompts of the different versions of your self-story was very interesting for me. Just I really enjoyed the way it was set out because originally, like my first one was my very trite, this is how I introduce myself response. And then and then doing it like in those stages, like when I tried to do, because I, I tried to skip to the end one and go, okay, write what I want my story to be. And I was just like, mm, I don't know. Um, but going actually through it in the order that it's laid out, who knew? Um, <laughs> it did <laughs> help unlock that and, and it made it come a lot, better and it didn't it like it felt natural and it it flowed and I was like oh yes I do have thoughts and opinions about this but I had to actually unpack it a little bit to get to them because particularly that that concept of you know your bio or how you introduce yourself or something like that my goodness yeah. that's wrapped up in layers and layers and layers of this is how we introduce ourselves yeah. you you say your name, you know, your your age, you mention your marital status, where you live, what you do for a living, and your hobbies. Ta-da. Yeah. And and it isn't actually personal or about your fulfillment or about a, really like a lot of things that matter are really super, super glossed over. 
And mm-hmm. so going through the process in order like that helped me to move away from that say things that people expect you to emphasize and actually think about what I want to say about my life. So that was really cool. Right. Oh, wow. That's so great to catch those. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. And I think what's, uh, you know, what's powerful about doing that again and again is like just seeing how that tendency can keep showing up. Um, and, you know, so, so actually this process of taking some of that into this idea of the self inquiry, um, could be really helpful to kind of check out. It's like, Oh, well, why, why is it that I introduce myself by talking about what I work, where I worked and, or what I have done? Um, was there something in particular that jumped out that you were a little, was there any surprise or was it more of like that after you kind of had written it, you were starting to see like, Oh, Oh yeah. I, I noticed that tendency. Um, I, the, the thing that was the biggest surprise, which is like never in any introduction that I give in any kind of formal setting, but was the first three paragraphs when I actually got into what I want is it's all about friendships, relationships, the people I interact with and that the quality of that um, and the characteristics of that. And I'm like, oh, wow, like that side of things is really, really important to me, but has been just completely um, set underneath, you know, Mm-hmm. what I do for a living, what I do for fun, where I live, who I am. Like that, that, I don't know, it just felt really interesting that that is apparently a lot more important to me than I had realised. Hey. Well, I think that would be the place maybe you can take this idea of the self-inquiry into... Um, just exploring a little bit why why don't you lead with those uh those aspects that are so important to you and just you know again we don't want to be like we could be just like not making it so precious and just be like okay well what's what's a couple of the reasons you know that i don't lead with that well what people will think I'm boring or like people won't like know what I'm talking about, you know, or, or whatever. And just let yourself riff just a little bit on that. Um, could be a place to, to use this self inquiry um, tool. Uh, I mean, I was going to pull it up as it and read it. Um, huh? So, um, and Aaron, as we've been traveling, is there something that you notice in your, I like this idea of the, the introduction. That's, that's kind of a, an interesting, is there something that you notice in your introduction that you either do or don't lead with? And maybe do you know why? 
and and maybe you don't maybe you're just yeah, big on I don't it know. i think well i think this uh this conversation is uh really timely for me and i try to shape my narrative and my self-concept i guess you know i mean i think there's i still have a lot of work to be done there um i think most often i i tell people what they want to hear you know um at least you know with a little pride i guess i try to not Yeah, like through coaching with you, just kind of say what, you know, like be own it, own your narrative a little bit, like just, but at the same time, I definitely have those folks in mind, like that I'm sharing it with, whatever that means, whether that's the students that I'm teaching, you know, at university, or whether it's like people I meet through whatever means, you know, and so I, I guess I would, I think I, I still have a lot of work to do there, and I, I love, um, what Mog shares, I mean, it's, it's really empowering. And, and I do feel like going through the process, my experience is going through the process is essential. Like understanding it cerebrally yeah. and like, okay, I get it. Like I can imagine it. And, but it's one thing to go through it and like go through every question. And that just keeps coming up because, and I got to do it again. I think I'm, I'm really kind of inspired to dig into it one more time. So, yeah. Yes. Because I mean the the process, and there are those out there that are teachers uh, that are kind of trying to help us all answer the question, you know, why are we even here in the first place? <clears throat> type of questions. Somewhere along in an explanation that that might be given to us is is process that we are literally here to be the witness you know, witnessing presence and here to witness life unfold or here to witness life happen. So, you know, the, the, I think the common narrative is this idea that there's a landing place that we're going to arrive at. And I think the more, um, uh, maybe the narrative that we're all going for here in this group is that it's the degree to which we are able to fully embody the process as we go along embody the moment as we go along and embody the ability that we have to um, be telling the narrative of how that what's going on in that moment. So the self inquiry tool um, is it's basic. I mean, it's 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 a method that has just it's been used forever to help us like come center to kind of look at this this human mind. And the one that I absolutely love is I'm a you know, a lover of Byron Katie. And so the process that I have here is just adapted from her worksheets. Um, so, you know, with the little bit of time we have, I think it, you know, maybe it just could be helpful. We'll walk through the process. So if somebody's listening, they'll also be able to kind of come back and listen to this about how to take advantage of, of writing these out. So, maybe for 
each of us, what we'll do is we'll put ourselves into uh, an introductory setting or a time maybe that we're trying to, um, <clears throat> how could we do this with, uh, maybe, maybe we'll kind of have like the prompt a little bit around, um, that we're introducing ourselves to, to somebody new. And maybe the caveat is a little bit that we do, we are like feeling like, um, well, I'll take away that copy out. Maybe we'll just have it, have it be, is it, does that make sense? So this is a situation where you're introducing your, some, yourself to somebody. Now, the idea with this particular worksheet, um, the way it's set up is it's set up to be a situation that has a little bit of a rub. So maybe there was something about the interaction, whether it has happened already or it'll happen in the near future, where you're going to be introducing yourself or telling a bit of who you are. And there's like a little bit of unsettled um, sense in there. So it, it can both of you think of a situation where that comes to mind with that prompt? Introducing yourself and there's a little bit of, it could be any rub emotion, like a little bit of worry, a little bit of uh, nervousness, um, a little bit of, yeah, anything like like that. Can you guys, uh, either of you think of something that, that comes to mind? And again, I'll go first. I'm, I, I, I oh, yeah. I mean, I think I just recently I've been introducing myself online a lot as the semester starts at the university. And one is just introducing myself to students. Um, okay. And I think the rub is somehow trying to justify myself or present myself as yeah. worthy of teaching them or something to that effect, you know? Yeah. Um, so. so, yeah, that's awesome, Aaron. So what, what, yeah. and what's the emotion that you kind of are feeling when you're, are kind of moving forward to introduce yourself to that group? Um, I think one is, uh, I definitely feel like they're evaluating me whether I, I kind of project that onto them, you know, like I feel the evaluation of the eyes or you know, the, uh, the sense and, of like, I need to meet some measure and to get this class going and started. And I want to start it on a, a good note where they feel confident in who I am and what I'm doing. But okay, so I think there's a, a certain uh, posture that I, I, I take to try and present myself. It's not, fully authentic so is it so again what's the the emotion there if we were to like put this into one of those um, inquiry sheets i'm blank with the group because they're strongly evaluating me yeah i feel i feel i mean i, I don't know if I feel unsettled i feel a little uh maybe un 
unworthy, maybe a little insecure. Yeah, insecure. I mean, at some level, okay. I think that's there. Yeah. Um, feel a little self-conscious. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So that would be for you, Aaron, and for anyone listening back. Uh, if you know you are looking at the worksheet that's on the website, this um, that's called the uh, inquiry worksheet. Um, in this situation, who angers, frustrates, hurts, confuses you, and why? You don't have to be using all those emotions. Aaron, what he just said was great. Any of those, like I'm you know, unsettled with this group of students because they're evaluating me. And then Aaron, you can continue to go on down the list and fill those out. Those other questions, like I want them, I want this group to what? And what you're doing is you're going to mine your own brain in that situation of what you wanted. So if you don't mind, do you mind just maybe answering that next one? What did you notice in that situation? I want them to, to what? Yeah, I mean, I want them to feel confident. Um, I want them to feel like they're getting their money's worth or yes. know, they have a, uh, a, yeah, I want them to feel hopeful of the, the opportunity experience and that. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Perfect. So, yeah. So, Mog, as you've been traveling around was along with us, was there something, if you don't mind me putting you on the, the spot, was there so, a situation that came up for you? Did, did um, yeah, so... I kind of did use the scenario of um, also presenting a training. I've, I do front of room training sometimes as well. Um, and it was interesting because like my introduction will be tailored to get the reaction that I want. And I realized like I'm, I'm literally like the intention I'm having in that scenario is a kind of around dazzling. It's about entertaining, engaging dazzling from the front of the room it's not about connection which i found really interesting in the second question because it's like i want the group to what and i'm like i want them to be engaged but i want them to find me approachable and the very first thing i've done is set up a disconnect with that and it's the very same thing that um oh no i've forgotten her name because i have ADHD. Emily. Um, yeah. emily was talking about earlier where yeah. it's like why would you want to intimidate and put people off and i'm like Fuck, I didn't know that's what I was doing. <laughs> and, yes. and like literally it took it took two questions to go to um I you know, I'm I'm disconnecting and I want them to find me approachable. And I'm just like, well, that's yeah. great. <laughs> right, right. Well, it, it, and like, you know, being witness and realizing it is is the very first step, right? Mm -hmm. And I I love your willingness to to share that. And yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we're, what we're doing so often is, um, you know, we want people to connect with us and we don't like, that's why I love doing this work. And I think this self-inquiry tool is so beautiful because it, it so easily puts before us 
what you're seeing is like, I want this thing. Oh, but isn't that interesting that I'm going about getting the thing I want, like in this other direction besides just connecting with them. Yeah. And particularly like, I'm, I'm just blowing my own mind here with this because, you know, as I said earlier, I was really surprised that I had like three paragraphs about relationship and connection and how, how I have that, which is clearly so important to me. And um, yeah, I think this is the first time I've looked at the way I try and do that <laughs> and gone, maybe this is Great. not the most effective way. Well, that's why you're here. I mean, th and that's why we're all here to, to yeah. learn this and, and to, you know, now's the time now's the time now's the time to to start shifting that narrative in you and and you know moving it towards so so and i love this too because um it doesn't have to be that precious like here's here's your elven language if you will is connection and relationships and so now starting to you know create this narrative uh around that you know and um and i think you know if we were to continue to go through this sheet and just fill it out what i love about the self-inquiry is that filling out the worksheet i i get a ton of information about what's going on for me in that situation and then next time we'll go through page two, which are the actual questions that we then start to ask about that. And it unlocks and gives us even more information. So, you know, for me, I noticed that it's like I'm nervous with this particular person. And it's, it's a combo of what you both have said, which is like, because I want them to see me a certain way. And what's so interesting is um, when we want something, somebody else to see us a particular way, like notice the tools that we have in our bag, which essentially are some straight, some sort of manipulation. Whereas, um, you know, as we do this work and we'll get into this, the, looking at that thought and switching it around, what we really want is we really want ourselves to see ourselves as capable, as, you know, dazzling, as, uh, you know, worth the money. Now, and so I think that that is, um, it's, it's such a, a, a beautiful place to be coming from. Um, so as I mentioned to, to Emily, and if you're listening back to this as a recording, pull up that self-inquiry sheet and do exactly what Aaron and Mog have done here um, and start to write out a situation where you're introducing yourself either to a group or to a person and have it have like a little bit of um you know i i use the word rub just because 
for some reason that seems to make sense. It, it doesn't feel like, maybe it just doesn't feel like totally at ease, like a time when you've met a person and you're just like, oh my gosh, like there's, there's, there's no effort here in this conversation with this person. So those are beautiful and we don't need to work on those right now. What we want to do is work on the ones that, that have a little bit of rub. And the reason why is because we want to help start to clean ourselves up with it. Okay. Any thoughts or questions on, on that? Things you're noticing? Concerns? No? Okay. Um, I will be putting this, um, again, this recording will go into the private little podcast spot. Has everyone been able to, to make that work yet? Okay. Yes. Any problems, just let me know. Um, and have fun with this. Don't make it, um, um, too, too like homeworky. Let this be something that maybe just sits in the space of you're thinking about it as you're walking, um, you know, you're brushing your teeth kind of thing, just like witnessing it because that's the time where we really want to be checking these narratives because a lot of times we'll sit down, we'll do this work here in a good way and then we'll turn around and start doing the dishes and all the old stories just start hitting without us even noticing. So dishes are a great time to just let yourself explore the narratives uh, as we go along. Yeah, great. Well, I'm glad we didn't cough you all the way out. Um, and I'm glad uh, for for you uh, both for sharing. Um, and I'd be really curious to see if any other thoughts come up around the whole um, Tolkien um, thing. I think unbeknownst to all of you, but it definitely um, kicked off a, an idea in the back of my brain. So, so we might come back to that. But yeah. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Lots of love. Bye -bye. We'll see you next week. See you next time. See you.